existent. I'm in a continual, permanent, protracted, unending mood. I'm Welcome back to another episode of Cigars and Spirits, and we have another warm day here in Louisiana, sitting by the pool. So, George, what do you think of when you're thinking sitting by the pool, warm, and you do want a spirit? Rum. Rum. Like it. And usually it's more of a clear rum in a mixer, but today we're doing, you know, a cigar. I can't do a clear rum, so we've got some aged barrel rums. Nice. And sticking with our budget-conscious episode falling off of last week, because, you know, Biden's kind of hitting us all in a pocketbook. Kinda. By the way, I just Kinda? spent $135 to fill up my F-250 diesel the other day. I was looking on the ground like, did I spill diesel on the ground? $135. What the? F- I know. Yeah. Is there a hole in my tank? Yeah. <laughs> so we chose a very inexpensive Kubani rum. It's a Dominican rum. And, and for you guys go out there, Kubani has several different expressions. This is the orange, what they call an orangey, but it's just orange zest in the rum. Really cheap. You can get this anywhere from 19 to $25 a bottle. More of a mixer, but if you get a bitey cigar, you want something that's kind of sugary, sweet, and that orange zest. So that's why we chose this. And we're going to pair it with something. We're going to kind of divert. We're going to do a Louisiana grown. Uh, it's called a Katie's Own Noir Rum by Wildcat Destroys out of Lafayette. Met the guy, and we'll talk about it a little bit later. So this one used to be about $39 a bottle. I heard now the price has gone up because the word's gotten out, and, of course, supply and demand. But two totally different expressions of, of dark barrel-aged rums. And for the cigar, we're going to do the Anganorsa Leaf Cer- Cerebus. Cerber- Cerberus? Cerberus. <laughs> I, can, I can never say Cerberus. it. Cerberus. Cerberus. So it's the Toro, which is a 6.25 by 52 ring gauge. So that's what we're going to do today for the cigar that we're pairing these with. And it's got the three-headed dog. Yep. I'll get into that. Service. I yep. like it. Yep. It's cool. Yep. It's cool. Absolutely. Now I got to admit, I've never had a service. Always wanted to have one. Never had one. Yep. This will be a, a first for you. So I'm looking forward to it. And we'll get in that in a second. So, awesome. So you want to smell this cigar? Yeah. So I'm getting off the uh, the wrapper, getting a little bit of leather and tobacco. Yep. That's it's pretty mild. Off the foot, I'm getting floral and nutmeg. I was telling him earlier, I, I'm getting the nutmeg. I'm not getting the floral. So I'm still, I don't know, I'm a little congested, I guess. I'm pre-light, not it. yeah. Pre-light draw is is nice, uh, medium light. Mm-hmm. And I get a lavender. Once again, nuttiness has come through, but I'm getting a lot of lavender. I'm getting light lavender. And just kind of like dry hay. Yeah, a little earthy. Yeah, a little earthy. A little right earthy. On the spirits, you want to do the Kubani first? Okay. You're the so, master of arms. Master of arms. <laughs> Obviously, the legs in this thing. It, it doesn't have legs. It just sticks to the side of glass and it never I'm comes the down. Master of my domain. I'm the, I'm the master of my domain. You're right. But yeah, thick, yeah, thick. Because it's such sugary syrup. I mean, it's like syrupy. Oh, yeah. These are some Cuban legs. No. Yeah, these, these are big, thick oh, legs that barely creep down the, the, the glass. <clears throat> Nose. Really uh, sweet. Sweet. Orange. A lot of orange zest. Yeah, that orange zest comes through. A little bit of vanilla. A lot of van- sweet vanilla, like vanilla cream almost. Yeah, yeah, like a creamy base vanilla. Tiny bit of cinnamon, which you expect, yep. you know, in these rums. And some spice. But man, like nutmeg yeah. spices Other spices, yeah. It's got a great nose on it. That Ho- orange, no alcohol is, burn, orange is yeah. the number one. It's right up front. That's right. awesome. The on noir the- I've had oh. before several times. Its color is a nice bronzy color. Yep. Legs are slow, but much thinner than compared to the Kubani, which you expect. Kubani's got a lot of sugar in it. Yeah. This one does not, but nice legs for a rum. Nosing it. 
I'll let Austin go. He hasn't he hasn't Ooh, had this before. Heavy, heavy vanilla. Very slight orange, but more orange blossom, not right. orange zest. I agree it's orange very blossom. soft. Getting um almost anise. I have almost a slight anise. I'll give you that one. To it. I'm getting a cherry wood scent. To yeah, it. that's a good call. You know, like you like you smoke cherry wood yeah. chips. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. But spices, nice. a lot of different spices. A lot, a lot of baking spices, yeah. The brown spicers. But it's got a great nose on it. Uh, let's it do does. the noir first, because I, I know what this one tastes like compared to Grabani. So you want to do the noirs first? Sure. All right. Cheers yeah, like to said, you, you're the master of your domain. Yeah. <laughs> Tell my wife that, will you? <laughs> it's interesting for a rum. It's not what you expect up front. Right up front, I get orange. And then it goes in, and then all the baking spices start showing up. A little bit of a vanilla custard. Yep. Final. Final. It, it's very almost disjointed to me. It doesn't flow. Does that make sense? It doesn't, but it's eh. like everything's standing out kind of on its own. It's I hate not to say disjointed because lots of times when you, you drink something, it's disjointed. It's like, eh, I'm getting this, I'm getting that, and they don't meld. This is separated, but it goes well together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's they weird. go well. You're right. They go, yeah, dis- you're probably right. But yeah, the flavors are more separate. It's like, okay, I'm getting orange and I'm getting all yeah. these spices, and then it turns into vanilla custard. and. But it's good, and you take a sip, you get all these flavors, and it goes away, and then it comes back. About 10 seconds later, it comes back, and it's got a long, light finish on it. But the, yeah, to me, the, the, the what comes back, though, is a woody, mm-hmm. a woodiness. So I go through that orange, the baking spices, then the vanilla, and then it all goes away. It just disappears really quickly. Away. And then all of a sudden, you get this wood tannin final. And he's right. So as we were speaking, I mean, it, you give it about 5, 10 seconds, and all of a sudden, your finish is this tannic finish. It's got a little hug to it, and it just keeps going. But, yeah. you know, yeah. for an inexpensive, well, used to be, it's still not expensive, but it used to be very inexpensive rum, Louisiana product. I it's like it. It's different. It's not what you different. expect. It's very different. <clears throat> Absolutely. No, it's it's um, it's interesting. It's not what you expect out of a rum. Let me get some water and wash this out. Yeah. Do the gargle. Yeah, when I first tried this about, oh, God, this was just prior to COVID because we were supposed to do a podcast from the distillery and COVID came around and <laughs> mm-hmm. we're in the conversations to hopefully go back and, and do a podcast with these guys. Okay, now All it's right. time for the Kubani. Kubani, let's see what you get over there. Mmm. Sugar bomb. Yeah. This tastes much more inexpensive. It is. Yeah. It's it a t- mixer. It tastes very inexpensive. It's very sugary up front. You get that orange zest comes through though, mm-hmm. but it starts out just almost raw white sugar, yep. just sugar within followed by orange zest, a tiny bit of vanilla, no wood at all, and no finish, and no finish, just leaves like a sweet yeah. in the mouth. It's syrupy. It's syrupy. very syrupy. Yeah, syrupy. So if you get a cigar that's real bitey, yeah, sometimes a syrupy, oh, zesty yeah. lick, you know, liqueur or cocktail goes well. We'll see if this cigar is bitey or not. Watch this cigar be impeccable. Then we really don't want the syrup sugar bomb. So while Austin's lighting up, uh, let me tell you a little bit about Kobani, I guess, because uh, it's a company called Oliver and Oliver, <clears throat> Dominican. They have a lot of expressions because they, they really buy a lot of different rum from several sources, and they just mix, and they use the Solara mesh, which we talked about before. So a guy named Juanillo Oliver, he came to Cuba in 1856. He was in the Spanish military back when Spain owned Cuba. 
1874, he just finally settled down and then he got into the rum business. He started an estate in a central part of Cuba, which now the town is actually called Oliver. So that's why the company's Oliver and Oliver. Uh, he started harvesting his own sugarcane and created his own uh, rum. And word spread, he had a really good product. But then by 1898, by the Second World uh, War of Independence in Cuba, <laughs> the Spanish burned down his estate and his farms. So there went the business. Come late 80s, his great-grandson, Pedro Ramon, returned to Cuba just trying to learn a little bit about his family's history. And he actually met some of his old relatives. And some of the relatives were still in the Cuban rum-making business. And we started talking to them. And he found some of the original paperwork of the formula he used to do the rums back in 1874. So when he found all that, he really just became enthralled with it, went to Dominican Republic, bought some little states there, built a distillery, and henceforth start, started the company. It's amazing how many of these, between tobaccos, <laughs> cigar manufacturers, <laughs> and alcohol <laughs> manufacturers in these banana republics, how many burned down? Yeah. I thought restaurants went up all the time. <laughs> no. Look, l- liquor and tobacco, fire is a very common theme, because go figure, yeah. combustible. You think? <laughs> But it's funny how many times it burns down due to revolution or war. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Fuentes lost theirs in Nicaragua. Uh, uh, and we're going to, you know, from our, our last episode, the Placencia. Yeah. From the last episode, same thing. They lost theirs and, you know. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, a recurring theme, man. Yeah, it's Padron. I mean, it's like all of them. They get burned down. <laughs> and they, look, got to give it to Perseverance, can, though, can right? Can Antifa? Yeah, but we'll be, give it to Perseverance. We'll, we'll Antifa. You lose everything and you know what? Instead of sitting there crying bitch about it, they just keep on going, build it someplace else. And yeah. they, they went back to Nicaragua. We yep. built their factories, right? Yep. Absolutely. So you, you lit your cigar up. What are you getting? Yeah. I'm trying to get it, trying to get it melted out. It's, it's so humid out here right now. It's uh, trying to get it to, uh, you mean July in Louisiana is hot and humid. I didn't say hot. <laughs> freaking steam room hot, man. <laughs> yeah. This ain't a dry sauna. This ain't no, Vegas. This no. ain't Vegas. Not this a dry is, sauna. This is a steam room, man. Yeah, it is. It's a steam room. It's like you don't need it. You don't need a, a steam sauna in Louisiana. What's this? The a fifty-four ring gauge. Yeah, it started off as fifty-four. Right now, I think it's about sixty-five ring. No, gauge. no, no, no. Fifty-two. I'm sorry. Fifty-two. Okay. Yeah, this is six and a quarter by fifty-two. Yeah, this started, is the total. It started fifty-two. It's so humid. It's it's pushing sixty-two right now. <laughs> it's just swelling up on us. <laughs> it's engorged. <laughs> <laughs> My wife loves when it's engorged. <laughs> All right, what are you getting on your cigar? Because I'm still getting mine going here. Uh, typical Nicaraguan, because it's basically, it's all Nicaraguan. And um, right now, about a good solid medium strength. My draw suddenly went from a medium to a medium tight. Mine has done the exact same thing. It's funny it's you said weird. that, because I was thinking the same thing. Went from a really, I, I think it's got to be humidity. Yeah, the pre-light draw is like, it's a medium draw, but man, now medium I'm smoking delight. it. It's, it's medium tight draw. It's, yeah. Almost Cuban-esque where you like, really got to work this thing. As we're off. bringing the moisture in it, it definitely, it's, they're plumping up. You can feel them. Yeah. They're starting to plump because it is so damn humid out here. So once again, that nuttiness that I was smelling is coming through, but it's toasted nuts. Toasted, not, not charred tobacco. No, it's light but, toasted nuts, you're right. And toasted tobacco, not charred, but toasted tobacco. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, Bar and Girl fans, it's Jim with Madhouse Bar Talk, where me and my co-host sit around and talk about the things going on around Madhouse Bar and Grill in Elyria, Ohio. The whole conversation is unscripted, uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember, Madhouse Bar Talks, baby. 
Almost like that burnt grass taste too, though. It's got. Yeah, when people say, a, what do you mean? Have you eaten burnt grass? No, when you're burning grass, you, you smell, smell it. it. You taste it on your tongue, right? <laughs> I mean, when you get that smell, you're actually tasting it what, as well. What, you don't eat charred grass? No, I don't eat charred grass. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that smell of, yeah. of charred grass, of burning grass. Um, yeah, it definitely has a grassy earthiness uh, from that, a vegetal, a vegetal perspective. Vegetal, but it's almost like a burnt vegetal, like a lightly burnt grass when you're burning it's grass. It's very toasty. Everything on this is toasty at this point. But a lot, it's... Yeah, it's, it's medium at best right now. It's a light to medium right now. Mm-hmm. Just starting. I mean, again, I'm, God, eighth of an inch into it, so. Yeah, so the wrapper color is a Colorado. Um, the wrapper's uh, also, it's a Carajo wrapper, Nicaraguan. Binder's Nicaraguan. In Carajo. Carajo. Uh, I thought you said Carajo. Carajo. <laughs> for, for you Spanish people out there, Carajo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. And uh, Binder and Filler are both Nicaraguan. So, once again, it, the whole thing's 100% Nicaraguan sourced tobaccos. So is he growing his own or he's sourcing yes, from he's, farms? Yes, no, he's growing his own. So Anganorsa Leaf is the company that's making these, and it was started by Fernandez in um, uh, Eduardo Fernandez in 1998, and he was basically looking for agricultural projects to uh, invest in. I don't know where his money came prior to this, but he was looking in at, and he found tobacco. He thought, look, tobacco is a worldwide product. Let me go down that road. So he actually met with Nestor Placencia. Remember we did Placencia last week? We did. So he met with him. And uh, talked to him about Nicaragua, and Placencia helped him out, and he ended up buying a bunch of farms. Nice. So he's all his he is sourcing tobaccos 100% for himself, as well as selling them to other other factories, as well. So that's kind of the background of Anganorsa Leaf. Anganorsa Leaf. Yeah. So the cigar is talk about Greek Greek mythology. Yeah. The how do you say it? Cerberus. 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 I know I suck at that. It was a menacing three-headed dog that stood sentry at the gates of Hades. Exactly. Yes. That's why I was looking at it because he's got the three-headed dog on there. At the Anganorsa leaf plantation, dogs, mostly bulldogs, guard the fields. Like its predecessor and the Anganorsa guardian of the farm brand, the Cer- Cer- Cerberus, Cerberus is named after one of these loyal canines. Aww. The guardian of the farm, Cerberus, a cigar is a Nicaragua Puro made exclusively of Anganorsa leaf tobacco. Its blend consists of a Carojo 2012 wrapper. And medio temp tiempo leaves. These leaves are considered rare and adds dimension cigar flavor profile. Of course, and, it's handmade in Nicaragua. And who made the medio tempo famous? Uh, the Beatles. That's <laughs> <laughs> the Rolling Stones, actually. <laughs> Cohiba. I mean, Cohiba is using a lot of medio tempo leaves. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But no, nah, that's been around. The Medio Tiempo has been around forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just one, one aspect of the league. those are the ones who really started, you know, pushing the whole spiel to The it. name, yeah, yeah. Yeah, really putting names to it yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh. The ash, though, is really white, gray ash. It's just a few black striations because I'm finally getting to about a fourth of an inch here. Well made. I mean, look how packed tight that is so Oh, far. yeah. Yeah. I, I got to be honest. This thing is smooth as a baby's butt. It is not bitey. It is very smooth. Even on it's hot out, this yeah, is, no, it is. It's so far, it's really smooth. Yeah, because the name Cerberus, I thought this was going to be a full body ass kicker, and it no. really is not. Mm-mm. Not even close. No, you think about the dogs who gate the who you know who you know guard the gates of Hades. Yeah, I expect an ass kicker. Yeah, not, yeah. I thought it was going to punch you in the mouth, and it's not. No, but it's a nice medium bodied, medium yeah. kick. Yeah, to me, it's a lower body. It's got medium <laughs> flavors, but lower body. Yeah. And uh, now I do have a couple holes in mine. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yep. So mine's, mine's perfect. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Yours is beautiful. So, but again, we're a fourth inch into it. All right. So, do you want to try with the Noir first? Or because I'm so far, this is much lighter than I thought it was going to be. I think that Kubani is going to be just a syrup bomb. 
Dude, I'm following your lead today. Let's do the noir. Let's see. <laughs> it's too hot to think. <laughs> I know. It's starting to hurt me just thinking here. Uh, actually, no. I think we should go to the Kubani. All right. Well, let's I think we should Kubani. go to the Kubani. I'll, I'll... I think we should start low and go higher. Oh, it's such a sugar bomb. Yeah. Let's see. Mm-mm. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> actually, it is. It really is. It, but all I get is sugar and orange. And orange. That's yeah. it. But it doesn't change the cigar, and the cigar is not changing the spirit. Well, which I was actually hoping a cigar would dampen the spirit to down me a little bit. It changes the spirit a little bit because I was getting a little bit more vanilla <laughs> and stuff, not a whole lot more. It dams that. So all I get is just sugar up front, white sugar, and then orange orange uh, zest. I'll tell you what, that Kubani, put a couple of cubes of ice in it. It'd be freaking awesome as the ice melts and waters you know, that sugar down a little that's bit. That's not a bad idea. It's going to be freaking killer. That would probably On open a hot it up. day like that this. That would probably open it up. Yeah. yeah. Kill that sugar. I might do that come second, third, or third, third. I see an ice cube the in turd, my turd. future. Okay. Also, because we're melting. We're the white melting. people are melting. <laughs> <laughs> that's from a quote from a movie as well. You're not white. What are yeah, you talking about? I'm partially white. What was the name of that stupid movie? Uh, when fools rush in, they're on Lake Mead in Vegas. And yeah, it's cute. It's cute up a cute up a <laughs> Although Lake Mead now is almost damn bone dry. Oh my God. They've been digging bo- bodies. They've been finding boats, up. bodies. Oh, it's hysterical. <laughs> they're probably going to find Hoffa next week. Yeah. Oh, look, he was here the whole time. All right, let's do the noir. Yeah, let's do the noir. Take a puff. Well, I took a swallow, did a little water. Yeah, you done swallows, all right. Hey, hey, hey. Hmm. With the cigar smoke. Ooh. Ooh, yuck. It's good up front, but boy, no, the finish is horrible. Oh, yuck. It's not working with the cigar at no, the all. the tannin doesn't go with the it's cigar. It's so tannic. It's tannic up front, tannic in the middle, mm. tannic at the end. Ooh. Yeah, because that was like a noir, a lot better than a Cubani on its own. Just a sipping rum, it wasn't even close. Oh, yeah, yeah. As a sipping rum, the noir's superior. But with the cigar? Yeah, that mm, Let's try one more time. Get that. No. It takes it to super tannic. It's just all wood. It really is. Boy, it just brings out nothing but wood. Yeah. You lose the vanilla. You lose that creme And that's leg. not good wood. <laughs> no, it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's an acidic, bitey wood. I didn't expect that at all. Huh. That's surprising. Right, See? Let's come back for the second third. And we're back for the second third of the Cerberus. By I said Ang- it right. Cerberus. Did, did I say it right? I don't know. I'm probably screwing it up now, too. Ang- by Anganora. Anganorsa. <laughs> no, I missed that. <laughs> oh, man. Good night, folks. In it is podcast. Anganorsa leave. So, and I'm, what are you getting? I am getting, um, it's built from the first third to second third, a slight amount, and it's plateaued here through the second third has been about the same. Getting a lot of coffee. I'm getting low, uh, an underlying acidity, acidity, coffee acidity, but a lot of coffee flavor, followed by toasted tobacco with a finish of toasted almonds. And that's pretty much what I'm getting out of it, especially on the retrohale. Yeah, we were talking about that during the break. He's getting a lot of coffee. Now, maybe my taste bud's a little off because I am just getting over a little upper respiratory infection. I'm not getting the coffee. I'm getting a lot of lightly toasted nuts, a lot of dry leather. I didn't know uh, herpes was an upper respiratory infection. No, it was gonorrhea. <laughs> herpes was the week before last. Let's get it straight. 
But yeah, I, unfortunately, I'm I'm not. I, I love to taste the coffee, and I'm not getting the coffee. Yeah, and this cigar is right around ten to twelve dollars. I think it's great value. I'm really yeah. really enjoying it. It's a big stick, and it, get back to the, it's a good golf course cigar. It's good. It's light on a hot day like this because you see a big stick like this, you're like, oh my god, why are we smoking this when it's ninety eight degrees outside? Yeah. And it's not killing us. No. it's To me, it's lighter in body. It's medium in flavors, yes. but the body's light. So mm. the flavors are coming through. You get some nice flavors, but it's not overwhelming. And it's not a nicotine ass kicker either. Oh, God, no. No. I mean, so no, not it, even. Not even at all. Because when you pull this out today, I'm like, really? We're going to smoke this today. We should have done it tonight. <laughs> but you know what? So far, it's been very nice. It's working. And with the Kubani, what are we getting? That still works. Nice and orangey. Sugar. sugar and orange but it goes well with the cigar a little more vanilla this time vanilla's vanilla custard yeah, vanilla vanilla custard vanilla custard's say, coming yeah. through now at the end you taste the vanilla custard. it's actually really nice together it I is like really <clears throat> really nice together i like it too i'm surprised because i was leaning the other way completely i thought the noir is gonna be much better with the cigar it's almost like you're taking coffee and putting in a little bit of vanilla yeah. and orange into your coffee and sugar into your coffee that's these two together, that's what it's reminding me of. That's a nice. black coffee with a little bit of a orange extract, a little bit of vanilla extract, and a little bit of sugar. And that's what it's coming through as with the uh, Kubani. Now, I did an experiment. I did the Noir, you know, after I already took a puff of cigar and waited a good 30 to 45 seconds. And the Noir comes back, but it's still tannic. Or if you take a puff and do the Noir, it's just pure tannin. Tannic wood. I mean, you're you're just yeah. What what are they using for oak on this? French French uh, oak. Don't know. French oak. Don't know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, since he's asking, that's what it's that's what it's reminding me of. You know how French oak can get kind of tannic. Yeah, it is. And that's what it's reminding me of. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's like very tannic with with the cigar. Yeah, you know, like a French wine, a red wine is that. Yeah, more on the whites to me. So. From a French side, more on the white wines, that heavy tannins they pull out sometimes. So again, this is a five-year-old blend, handcrafted French-style rum, as they say. It is 80 proof. So let, let's get into it. Since you could lead into it, by the way. So it's Wildcat Distilleries out of Lafayette, Louisiana. Uh, Chief distiller is a guy named David Moe, and he actually smells, it spells it Cajun style, M-E-A-U-X. So most people say Moe's, it's Moe. And the CEO's Tate Martin is a go mo go mo. He uh, <clears throat> one is a lawyer, one's a PhD by trade. They were actually frat brothers, and they both love drinking and they love rum. And they start experimenting different things. And they say, "Hey, let's get into the distillery business." And you know, the trial and error they got where they are. But I love the story because he's actually a third generation timber farmer. His uh, great great grandfather bought 750 acres back in southern Louisiana just to you know grow timber. But he also kept a lot of the native longleaf pine and a lot of uh, uh, fruit trees and hardwoods on there. So that's what he started experimenting. He uses the wood from his uh, timber farm where he uses different fruit tree wood and hardwoods and puts different stays into the barrels. And that's how they come up with the noir. Now, obviously, they don't tell you how many stays of each, but it's, all they tell you is fruit trees and hardwoods. They put the stays into the barrels to come up with this flavor after trial and error. And I think it's a very unique flavor. It's a cool story. With the cigar, yeah, you have to wait at least 45 seconds after you've exhaled, let the cigar get out of your, off the palate, and then take a, a, a swig, and it's good. On its own, I like it. It's a, it's a complex, inexpensive rum. Uh, different flavors, not what you expect, though. 
But with the cigar itself, yeah. no, you're right. I did that. Mm-hmm. I I took a break between the cigar and it, and you're right. That tannin then does drop, and the flavors start coming through. And so, it's yeah. funny, you do taste like almost like a little. Cher- I don't know if it's power of suggestion, but you taste like a little what cherry wood chips smell like. Yeah, you know, and you taste different flavors. This it's a unique rum. It's woody. It's woody, it, and that's what's to me is unique about it <clears throat> compared to other rums. How many other rums that we've had are really woody? Not no, any look, that I can think of. Originally, we were, so remember the Kubani story, because we're going to come back to that later, because I have a 50-year-old expression from them and a 25-year-old expression that we were going to do today, but those obviously aren't cheap. Yeah. And we're sticking to the, you know, Biden, Biden <sighs> economy <sighs> budget right now. Sorry, people. Whether you voted for him or not, hey, you got to admit, he and, and his Democratic cohorts are destroying this economy. Yeah, yeah I mean, look, right now, it, times are tough, guys. I mean, yeah. it really is tough. So we, we're trying to stick to inexpensive cigar, inexpensive spirits. So that's why we stick with this motif. But they do make a killer 50-year-old rum and a 25- and a 35-year-old rum that are just spectacular. Yeah. And you expect them to be tannic because they've been in a barrel. Now, they're blends. They're not all 50-year-old, but they have a 50-year-old blend in there. And it's tannic, but it's different than this one. This one's woody, very yeah. woody. Yeah, is it's it's the woods really do do show up in it, which is to me is rare in a rum. Yep. You rarely to me taste heavy wood. And that's what's different about it. So we'll be back for the third third. And welcome back for the third third of this Cerebus mixed with Kobani Thank rum. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, that's why I, that's why I started it. <laughs> <laughs> the Cerebus, the Karubus, the Cherubus, the three headed dog. <laughs> Mixed with the Noir rum. So on the final third, the cigar really hasn't built any. It's basically the same flavors for me. Yes. It, it's it's plateaued from the second to the third third. But it, it's a good cigar. I, I will buy these again. I yeah. like them. For 10 bucks. Yeah. And like again, it. a hot day like this, you see this big stick, don't get scared off by it. Uh, it, it's, it smokes well on a hot day. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I, I got to admit, I went to it going, ooh, man, this is going to kill us. Man. I've always had the tendency to turn towards like Chateaus and some Fuente, right, right, some right. lighter stuff. This thing has got more flavor than those. But the body, Ooh. the body's light. Yeah. It's got a lot more flavor than to me, and then like a, a chateau or even a double chateau. It's just heavier flavors, heavier that coffee and stuff. Heavier flavor, but it's very light from a body perspective. It's to me, it's a, this no, is a good. I would do this again on a hot. I'm digging it. I'd do this on a hot summer day any day. Yep, I mean, I'm I, digging it. Good smoke. So, so during the break, we did put a little ice cube into our cabani, like we talked about. Yep, it did dampen down the orange. I thought it was going to dampen down that sugary a lot. It did. But it lost a lot of that orange zest. Yeah, it took it took the edge off the zest. But the cigar still damn good. Still really honey. good. The it, noir wait forty five seconds after you take a puff. It's it hasn't changed no, at all. No, not at all. Hey, before we wrap this up, we need to give our shout out to our sponsor, the Original Bourbon Club. Go check them out at theoriginalbourbonclub.com. We have chapters all over the southeast. Uh, other ones opening around the U.S. You can join in, open your own chapters. It's a great time. We have God. This year we're up to. We're going to have eight barrel picks. Minimum, yeah. We're looking at maybe doing another one, but yeah. it's, it's starting to get excessive. So next year, we probably may have 10 barrel picks. Yeah, absolutely. the club is getting so large and now. So when you're part of the club, you have access to purchase these barrel picks. And the pallets in this club are phenomenal. Yeah. they do. I mean, their, their barrel <clears throat> picks have all been just stellar, stellar barrel picks. So Actually, check might, them out, theoriginalbourbonclub.com. I might be going to a person's house tonight that has one of the founders of the bourbon club and have some cocktails with him. We'll see. So with that, guys, go get yourself a service on a hot summer day. Don't get scared off by it. Check us out on Twitter at Cigar underscore podcast. On Instagram at Cigars and Spirits podcast. Podcast. And you can email us, but we're never going to email you back. (laughs) (laughs) Just DM us through uh, Instagram. With that, guys, enjoy life.
insistent. I'm in a continual, permanent, protracted, unending mood.